DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment with my co-host. Yo, 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 this your girl Ty Boogie. And we can't forget the main man with the plan. I got the plan and I have the energy. Even though it don't sound like it, I have energy. I'm Mr. G. Yes, in full effect, y'all. Here together, we're here to bring you inspiration and information. And together, we are the crew, the Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment Podcast. So, my mother told me that I need to talk a little slower. Oh. She said, because you talk too fast. And this, that, and the third. I wanted to say, what? Mama you don't know nothing about radio. <laughs> you don't know about radio. Slow down. Uh oh. Uh oh. Brand new band. <laughs> yeah, I was still living in New York when that song came out. Oh, oh, don't tell your age. Yeah. You did that last week when you called us all 80. And I had to go get my Matlock in, in all my shows that I knew. You went back, though. Like to yeah, the yeah, 70s did, a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was only a, that was only a few of them. Didn't mention Maude. Didn't mention All in the Family. Didn't mention the Jeffersons started in '75. Uh, oh. Step to the rear, Grand Poo was on the rival. Good times. You heard that? Good times and the Jeffersons and Maude were all spinoffs of All in the Family. So what? <laughs> oh, you said what about Good Times? Good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was Anytime almost humming. You, you know what? They don't make shows Anytime like that anymore. When have you seen another show like that? <laughs> what today's show you can compare that to? Or any mm. shows like that? Like the Jeffersons, the Good Times, uh, what's happening? Some people might say Blackish was close to that. Blackish? Mm. When was that? No, I never it heard was no of that. hard time. It was on ABC. It was on ABC. They ain't had no hard time like Good Times now. That, those were the, that, that was more rent like. Rent went paid and there was no food to eat. Nice. That was that episode like one. That. Episode one was about the rent not being paid. <laughs> <laughs> what was that James, one? Blackish? No, I mean, good, times. I mean, good times. Good times. Oh, okay, yeah. Their, their rent was one hundred four dollars and fifty one cents was due, and Look James you. had to go Look hustle pool to go get it. And Florida didn't want yeah. to do it. <laughs> well, I wish my rent was that much. Man, I remember when mine used to be one ninety five, y'all. Mm. That was like in ninety, end of ninety seven, ninety eight, and ninety nine. Oh, I graduated ninety nine. Mm. And I have my own apartment there. What? That don't mean you no baby though. I got my apartment when I was 17, so don't even try it. You're only a few years shy of me. Uh, I got my first apartment in 1999. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you ain't able to buy us over for no chicken. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter right now. <laughs> right. But you could invite us now. That'd be quite kind of nice. For what? Chicken. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, fried chicken. Oh my Ooh. God, no, Never just mind. no. You fried don't want nobody to come over your house. That's all right. You got, you got, you got to get past not seen first. You love chicken. It's not like you can't buy chicken. Uh, I, I got to cook the chicken. Exactly. So okay, so you not if you got to cook it, you not buying it. I mean, that's fair. So we trying to say you go buy some chicken. Hmm. <laughs> what you say, G? If she's cooking it, sure. We'll buy, we'll buy it. Yeah, because 10-pound bag now is $30. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's a shame and a scandal, isn't it? Yeah. Man, oh, man. But today's show, we were talking about a while ago about the uh, different shows, but we, we're still peeling back this layers of hurt. But I want to get back right quick to today's today's show when we were talking about they don't make shows like they used to like the good times and stuff. What show did you mention today that you would consider a show like one of those classics? Hmm. Gee, you well, haven't said, named the show. I said Blackish might be close to that, but not exactly to the vein that what good what all good times had to go through. Or or what's right. happening or, or what's happening or, or give me a break me or break. Amen. Two two seven. Two two seven. I remember Sandra. Boy, that Sandra. Was great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, Mary. Mary, that's it. <laughs> Mary was the. Uh, she was the maid. She, she was, was Florence. Yeah, she was Florence. On uh, the Jeffersons. Yeah. And Pearl was a recurring character on Good Times. She was one of the neighbors in the apartment oh, building. Right. And y'all know, I never. I had a crush on Penny when I was little. Mm-hmm. 
And I never knew that that was Jan- Jackson until I got older. Wow. Isn't that a shame? It's she also did the credit. What the hell? Oh, I was reading credits, man. Inspiration and information, and so will we tickle your liver. Yes, indeed. I was going to say that Janet Jackson also did a stint on different strokes as as Willis got older. Oh, yeah. Went yes. to college. He played yes. her girlfriend. She yes. played her his girlfriend. His girl, yeah, exactly. He played, he played her girlfriend. Yeah, he. She, <laughs> I, corrected, I corrected it. <laughs> now that might be a good name for or of a of a sitcom now with that situation in it. Oh, but oh, yeah. that was Modern Family, so. Exactly. Oh. Okay. So there, so therefore, there there aren't many shows that we can have that social connection with. Right. With those mainly there. because they were they're probably afraid of being compared to Good Times and the Jeffersons and all of that. It's, like, it's just another one of them. So why watch it? Right. And then who who wanna Good Times was depressing to me. It was oh, so depressing. Okay, okay. Like, y'all gonna make it out of here. They finally did in the final episode. Right, that was depressing to me. Like, damn, can't get together. I think the most devastating episode is they almost made it out, but James got killed. Right. So, like, oh, okay, so what? that's how he died on the show? He got killed? Yeah, he he got killed in a car accident. He went down to Mississippi mm. to go get started on his job and get everything set up. Yep. And he's gonna come back up to Chicago and get them. They're having a, a big party. At the end, because Florida finally let JJ tell off Bookman, and he said, "We quit." So, what do you mean we quit? Because we moved to M I crooked letter, crooked letter, I oh, crooked yeah. letter, crooked letter, I yeah. hook back, hook back, <laughs> And they started reading off the letters and the telegrams of congratulations. And they got one from from Mississippi, and mm-hmm. Florida said, well, "I'll read this. It might be one of James have mercy letters." And she read, she read it and said, "Dear Mrs. Evans, that's me." We regret to inform you that your husband, James Evans, was killed in an automobile accident. And that's how the first part of that final episode of season three. But went you know on. they yep. was kicking him off the show. Yeah. Right. Because he was having disagreements with J.J. Because J.J. Yeah. started to take over, kind of like the way Jaleel White's Urkel took over Family Matters. Mm-hmm. And right. But what I heard about the show is that J.J. was supposed to start to stand up to James and be more rebellious and come against his strict hand. Yeah. And it's supposed to and James didn't want it. He said that's not the way that we raised our family the first few seasons while all of a sudden when we flip it like that. And so you notice that something was wrong because throughout the, that third season, James was on less and less. Yeah. yeah. And then finally the last few, he was gone. It, it worked out best for him because because he did not continue with that show, he was able to film Roots. And you know he played a lot of movies though, but see, and on that show, when you to this is a good segue to go into the uh, part to where you know where they wanted to show him uh, being rebellious because that's in a lot of homes, mm-hmm. you know, it's in a lot of homes where kids begin to start getting older, and you know that the Bible also speaks about about parents against mothers against daughters and fathers against sons. And this is the type of stuff that they wanted to raise. But say, he James made a point about the simple fact is, like you just said, that if we did not raise them like that in the beginning, why are we going to be doing it now? Why would we all of a sudden allow it? But right. most of the time, that's how it happened. And plus, it they didn't think of it this way, but it's also out of JJ's character because he was the, the clown. He was the prince. And he was taking over with that persona anyway. While all of a sudden in season three, when you start to flip it, him get more rebellious and dark. And against the strict hand. So mm-hmm. now let's go to leading into our podcast. So being young and black during this time frame, or either as a child, being this, getting a spanking, do you think that changes anything for a child in the future? Um, do you think it makes it? Uh, oh, there, there's no change. You think it, is it good or is it bad? Pretty much. So, what are y'all thoughts on that one? I think it depends on the child. 
So if you have a household full of, well, what you think, first G? Well, well, I've always I I can only fall back on my experiences, and whenever we got spanked, they always told us why, and never to do it again. Although we were stupid enough to do it again anyway. <laughs> Who was it? But <laughs> but eventually we learned. But that's the I think that's the difference between growing up in the '80s and growing up now, because and like, and I think Ty mentioned this last week about parents are getting younger and parents are ten- trending to be more their children's friend than their parent so they just try to make their parents try to make their children feel as comfortable as they can so they either don't discipline enough or they don't discipline at all and some discipline is needed but right need structure. But that's as far as I can go because although I had a hand in raising like younger cousins and all that kind of stuff you never had to spank them? My uh, second oldest nephew once because he spit in my face. Mm. I had to pop him on his legs and tell him, you're not supposed to spit on people. And uh, unfortunately, his mom heard that and said, what did he do? <laughs> and he's like, Reggie? What? Mason just spit in his uncle's face. And that was that, and then that was it. But that was the discipline he needed. <laughs> he never did it again. Yeah. He never did it again. He learned. And there's, some, there's some things that we have to learn to get out of and sometimes the punishment's needed to make sure that we get out of it but like you said like Ty said it depends on the child yeah okay so that goes back now that leads into this so when you have a house full of the, uh, let's say more than one child multiple children do you think they all should get a whooping at the same time I mean not whooping at the same time but well in my it, household if one get <clears throat> one do something we all get a whipping it's the oh, same man, that's, I was yeah, yeah. that's, that's and, crazy and, that, and to, to me it helped I don't know about Ty but it helped the three of us I have an older brother and a younger brother it helped us police each other don't, right. don't do anything stupid I'm not getting whooped for you today it, it helped us right. police each other it was like an organization mm-hmm. thing. Oh. <laughs> we had cleaned the room up. We worked together and cleaned it up. Because if it went down, we go, I'll get a whooping for it anyway. Mm-hmm. So we worked together. So y'all, and if um, like my little ants. brother didn't want to clean up, you know, we all get on him. He was on the boy. Yeah, see? <laughs> he been getting that clean that room up. Mama get <laughs> us. Exactly. See. But I ain't get whoopings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, she I ain't get whooping. I was right a good here. one. So you you didn't get no whooping? Not really. Mm-mm. My brothers called me the instigator. Mm. They would say I'll be the ones that would trick them to <laughs> to say something or do something. When I I'll give you one quick story. My brother, my younger brother, was mad and he was cussing up a storm. And then and he's like, you know, mom, I don't want something. I don't care. And I saw mom walk in to the to the house. And what we didn't know at the time is that her car broke down two miles down the road. She had to walk home in that heat. So she was in no mood for it, and Reggie was still going. And I said, I bet you wouldn't say that if Mama said, I bet you I would say it if she were here because I don't give her. And she's that's all they need to hear. And so I went immediately to do my homework. My older brother went immediately to clean up the kitchen because we weren't going to get hit for not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so from that moment on, and to this day, they still call me the instigator. Really? Got to be more careful. I'm also the middle child. So you, so yeah, so you set it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I set people up for the downfall. I, I got a couple of whoopings. Just a couple. Yeah. See, if we was to whoop our children today, like we got whipped, mm-hmm. it'd be seven. CPS would be my, on our door. My, my grandmother gave my mother a horse whip. Yeah, that deserves okay. silence, right? Okay. There. <laughs> okay. So get quiet yeah. now. <laughs> I was trying to picture this. A horse whip. I know what a horse whip would hit the child. Yeah, with I just it. want to say it again. Oh. Mm-hmm. So people out there can understand. I'm wondering if DSS can really help with this one now. The statues, if there are statute limitations oh, on whipping. Oh my weapons. goodness! <laughs> if so, we can give you the address. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's been paid. I already been through foster home and foster home. Okay, so I don't want to do that again. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> Again. Yeah, been to foster care to foster care, home to home, people that really do not care, and they're still that, like that today. How how did that discipline between your mom and your foster homes? How did how was that different, or was it? Well, when I actually never got disciplined too much when during the um, foster care. It was just how I was treated. 
I was always treated different. It just, yeah, it, was, it wasn't really cared for or it was just treated different and mean. So it's a different type of... Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, Well, it wasn't discipline. It was no. abuse. Yeah, pretty Lightness. much. Neglect, exactly. Yeah. So that's basically how that was. And see, and that also has a a point in how a child or, or individual turned out. Mm-hmm. So how they how they're hurt and and it's hard peeling back those layers if they're not caught early and i'm trying to talk slow because i felt there's been a whole floor of words about the rush out hmm. yeah everything's just blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. so And it actually makes a difference in relationships with people, too, how you were treated younger. Elaborate on that. What you mean? Like, as you get older and have relationships, it could be friendships or whatever, it's how you have a friendship. depends on what you've been through. Hmm. Like, you either friendly about it, you stand offish about it, you don't trust someone. It, it all depends. Hmm. Or you look, how for, you, you look for the hurtful and abusive relationship because that's how you've been treated. Right. That type of stuff. Knew a lot of people like that. Some people thought I was that way because I'm, believe it or not, I'm very quiet. They thought what? that you was what? You was quiet. You was what? What the word? I wish word? I had the. Wah, 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 wah. You remember that last podcast? What you I said? I heard you in the background. On and on. on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> His mic almost cut up no. on itself. I love you guys too. <laughs> I was like, he's still talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, and, and we recording that. Lord. And, I, and I was standing at the door. Yeah, I heard you still talking about it. <laughs> yep. He did not want to I'm sorry. It reached one of my, those are one of my passions, though. Which one? I'm sorry. That, that topic that we had last week. Oh, okay. That's a deep passion of mine. Cause Which one was it? The one when we're talking about uh, abuses and oh, all yeah. that stuff. And oh, yeah. Hurts, especially with children. Yeah. That, yeah. That's one of that's where we are now. So they thought you was abused. They, they, some people thought I was because I was kind of quiet and standoffish. I didn't have that many friends growing up. I had a core of friends, the the four or five friends that I've known since I was in kindergarten are still my friends today. And I have a few people I met in seventh grade that are still my friends today. Maybe you're and, just shy. Man, I am. At, I'm shy. Yeah. I'm look at what? Because I am. I consider myself a nerd. Yeah. To this day, mm-hmm. I still consider myself a nerd. And even though I'm I'm a chief musician at my church, I'm the minister of music at my church, I still feel a little bit as if sometimes I feel I'm not as quote unquote adult as everybody else. Mm. Mainly because and, and sometimes it has to do with my vision because some people are so and so in a rush to assume I need assistance. Right. So they come and try to assist me even though I didn't ask for it. Wow. So deep down inside sometimes I have to fight the urge of saying, Okay, I'm not less than them just because I'm, I'm blind. I still can do more than anybody thinks I can. And I've got to keep remembering that. And sometimes I just stay quiet. I stay quiet. I don't speak much. But if you talk about music or you talk about like stuff we talked about last week or if we talk about TV shows, yeah. I'll talk your ear off. Yes, we know. Well, yes, indeed. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's a P. I, feel I mean, I appreciate it because I don't talk that PSA. much. <laughs> PSA. Talk about something he knows, right? Oh, experience. So, experience. But look, when 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 they think there's something wrong with you, man, you just tell them that hey, I'm blind and fine, just like old wine. Okay, that's, that's what you got to make sure that you be can tell. I've learned to. Be more well. I'm not. I'm not an outgoing person, but I've learned to be good with who I am. I don't care what they think about me. I'm good with who I am. Right. Okay. If so you ain't that your fault. It, exactly. And but this is what happens with a lot of people. It they are trying to prepare a person with a disability for society, but they never prepare society for a person with a disability. disability. Right. And a lot of people are so quick to judge and assume that a person with a disability needs some type of assistance and the same layers of hurt as a as a non-disabled person go through so does a person that has a uh, disability mm-hmm. okay 
You know what I'm saying? So there, there, there are layers to the hurt the same way of people being mistreated, uh, misunderstood, mm-hmm. you know, being called a mishap or something. Because uh, and 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 we're only ignorant to the stuff that we don't know, you know. If the right. person don't know, so they won't know how to treat you. So they don't want to do. They assume that okay, automatically you need help. So sometimes it's up to us as an individual to teach these people that you no, know, listen, this okay, I've got it. You know, I can do it. You know, I'm okay. Thank you for your assistance. Don't be bullied into uh, someone serving you as a person with a disability because that's what they're doing. They will force their way of doing it. Like say for instance you standing on the sidewalk about across the street. Oh come on, I'll help you across the street. They come and grab your arm and they walk from you across the street. You did not ask for any help or anything. They hope you got you have to be the one say, that no, thank educate you. I got educate them. Exactly. If you don't then you're gonna continuously to accept people bullying you around. And I I'm calling it a bully. You being you being bullied into something that you're not that you don't want. Mm-hmm. And what's worse about that? They sometimes, after you say no, I got it. They'll stand back and they'll watch to see if you do it the way they would do it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Go to your left. Go to your left. No, I, I, I stop. I said, Why'd you stop? Because I'm waiting for you. And I told it. This happened in church about a couple of months ago because I was trying to go into the sanctuary to get my keyboard set up. I said, No, 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 no. Go to the left. Go to the left. And I stopped. I said, Well, why'd you stop? I said, I'm waiting for you to be quiet. No offense. So I can use my cane. Mm-hmm. To tap and find my way through the door. Next time. Oh, oh, okay. Next time, scratch your butt. Because <laughs> 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 that—that's the thing that burns me up the most. And it's when you say I got this, and they stand back and see if you got it, and then they judge it based on what they think they, that what they know they can do. Because they expect you to do it the way they can, forgetting then, that we're different. And then they would be like, oh, you do so good with the condition you're in or yeah, the yeah. situation you, you you're walk in. You walk up here good for a blind person. I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah. You walk up here for a jack, rabbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you sure do play that good piano for as a blind person? I'm like, I just say thank you. Because quite like, honestly, I played better since I lost my vision than I did before. And the stupid thing is... If you're looking at the keys while you're playing, something is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's just like typing. You do yeah, not look, look at, at the keys while you're playing. Even with, even with vision, you're supposed to look at the music that's understand or have it memorized. And if you do, you just look up. Oh, my God. Todd just texted me and said, y'all talking about me because I work. I look at my keyboard when I'm typing. I'm going to you my phone on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, wait a minute. Is that I statement true? Okay, I'm about to say. See, <laughs> that's a dang on the chain and a scandal. Yeah, that's it's, the way I started typing. But when I got to typing classes as a blind person, the first thing they did is they turn off your screen and look straight ahead. Look, even though you may not see the screen well, we're going to turn it off just in case you can, and we're going to make you look up and don't look at your keyboard. So you, you have to know by audible feel where every key is. We have to memorize what all the keys is. That's Supposedly. that's the whole point. Right. I'm not looking. Right. The home row mm-hmm. is important. ASDFJKL semicolon. Yep. There's GH in there too. <laughs> yeah. That part. And the keys never change. Mm-hmm. Only people. Yeah. Yeah. And people, people. Are, and, and people will switch up on you. Just you got like long nails. It's changed too. Oh, <laughs> they do have some keyboards that are not in QWERTY style. They have keyboards that are in A B C D E F. I don't know why. I've never uh, seen a keyboard like that. They do. There are. They're out there. I don't know why in the world you would do that. Um, I guess it's the, because I've always been on the, the QWERTY keyboard. The typing keyboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have typing keyboards that start with their upper, the upper left hand corner that being the Q but an A. Oh. Hey, that's something I didn't even know. That was okay. a lesson. Just know that was information. I'm proud of it. And we need a nerd on the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and uh, okay, here's a, um, a considered a, a bothered question from the um, sighted society with no vision. Um, 
Guess what? I forgot. Oh, do you think you're a nerd because you can't see? I've been a nerd long before I couldn't see. You're a vanilla nerd? What? Did you say that you're a vanilla nerd? No. So is you white? No. Am I? Some people say I sound white. Exactly. How about some people? They used to tell me that, and I don't know how. Because I know even some... It, just because you sound educated, they always got to say that you sound white. People don't, don't understand how sometimes that can be hurtful to somebody. Just because they're smart, they got to be. You got to be called a. You got to be called either out your race or either out your name. Mm-hmm. These things hurt. Most definitely. What have you been called, Ty? Crazy. Got to be more <laughs> silly. But silly in a good way. Yeah, of course. Crazy in a good way too. But Tom, well, okay, crazy, let's say what real. what have let's you been called? What have been called? Yeah, that that made you feel as if like you know you wanted to even say something or something hurtful. They called me Cheerio because I couldn't say that Cheerio. It's cool. <laughs> I thought that was, and I I went mad laughed at them like what? How you get out of that? But okay, whatever. So, <laughs> Cheerio. So you've been called Cheerio. Yeah, because I couldn't say my name. Because you couldn't take it. I mean, I'd be petty. I'd be like, just because you can't pronounce my name right, I mean, it's Cheerio. You know, oh, so that's you were. That's oh. all I've been called. That you can say on this podcast. Tap. <gasps> what? What? I said that you can say on this podcast. Because I've been called a lot of things. Behind um, my back and to my face. Oh, yeah, I've been called some other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I had like took it out of my mind. I was back now. See what you did. <laughs> it's the layers. It's the layers. It's the you layers. You know what the funniest thing that they Not say yet. up north back in the day? No. That hurts your feelings. What? That's why you don't eat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they used to say that. That's why yes. you don't eat. You be like, yes. what? Well, I just ate this morning. <laughs> yeah, they say that. That was yeah. like a meat. That's like a like picking on you. That's why yeah. you don't eat. And it's, yes. be, and it's because of that, you know, like everybody know everybody's business. They always be telling, you know, mm-hmm. they be sitting around there listening. And you usually get told that don't be sitting around when grown people are talking. But you still have those children that always sit around or those parents that will allow their children to sit around and hear them know everybody's business. That's why you don't eat. That's why your mama on food stamps. That's, that's, why, that's, your why, mama crackhead. that's why your mama crackhead. Boy, that yep. used to be the fight. That'd be the first right thing. There. Yes. Or, or, or drunk. G, you there? I'm here. I'm here. You I'm waiting to be here. called a drunk? No, I haven't been called. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is good stuff, man. That's some good stuff. I just thought, I just couldn't understand that concept of that's why you don't eat and everybody laugh. I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, it, it, it because of the way I and look. And then we used to get mad though. Like, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, you do. And why you don't eat? You would go back at them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Did you did you look like a person that didn't eat? Maybe I was skinny now. I look like a little, little skinny. We had to walk everywhere. I mean, what you expect? So you was like an olive oil, or yeah. you was just skinny? I was skinny. <laughs> I used to be skinny too. I was skinny until I moved to the south. It'll do it to you. That affected yep. you up. My grandma said, "You need to eat." And then I'm like, did she just crack on me too? <laughs> Grandmas never think you, that you, you have enough. You need some meat in your bones. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. Never used to think that. It didn't fed me. Mm. Biscuits and greens. It was good. Too. And <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. And them greens, boy. Oh, greens. Mm. Okay. Yeah, fat back in your greens. You've been eating. We had um, net bones in it. Yeah, them, them smoked neck bones. I'm not the smoked neck bones. I like the regular neck mm-hmm. bones. Re- we had the regular ones in there. Yeah, I like that. The smoked neck bones, okay. You put me a ham hock in there, though. Mm-hmm. She don't put fat back in her cabbage. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I do. I learned that from old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little that's, what I do. that's why my daughter like it. She don't like nobody else to make her cabbage. Unless it's made like that, I think. Yeah, it's good like that. Yeah, well, how do blind <laughs> people cook? Same, same way. way. What you talking about? Same way. The same ingredients. It don't change. How do a person in the wheelchair to cook? 
Same way. Just got to make sure they get what they How do. I do a deaf person cook? Same way. The same. Yeah, the same. Well, not exactly the they same They can't way, hear the difference in the frying. Ah. But there's heat sensitivities. And there's timers. We see that they don't. So people don't think like that. Because they only think it from a process of, I got sight. So how would a person like that? Can't hear could, could like, oh, I got I got hearing. How can they do that? It's simply because they can't they can't vision it or think about it. They just think it can't be done. So therefore, they're automatically in the position to be helped. I was taught several years ago that you give up your independence quicker when you allow people to do stuff for you that you know you can do than any way else. It takes more strength and more independence to tell somebody, "No, I got this," in a polite way. And if they react, it's on them. Now you go about your business. If they get all upset, then they don't want to help you anyway. They just want a, a status update for helping somebody who's disabled. Mm. So do you think a sheltered child is worse off than a person who is uh, able to get out or, or that's able, that I mean, that a parent let them out more than uh, normal, I guess I would say. So sheltered versus non-sheltered child. Hmm. It's about living out in society, or yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think they are worse off when they when it's time for them to get out and do things? Does that affect their social life? You think? I think so. But some of them become social. Because it all depends on them. It all it all depends on you. What kind of person you are? Because mm-hmm. right. you can get out there and be social, just like the, the next person, you know. Yeah. But you still might be shelter yourself away from it because you're used to being, you know, sheltered. You know. Mm-hmm. Do both. Right. There's a a level of of naive, naivete yeah. between the sheltered person and the person who's been out. It doesn't mean that the sheltered person can't adapt. Right. It all, That's when, what when it comes down like to that. when yeah. it comes down to it, it all depends on the choices they make. Yeah. Now the, the advantage or disadvantage is up to well, where they came from doesn't determine where they're going to go. So right. It, it all depends, depends on, on their, their friends choices, too. Their friends. Yeah. The influences and all that kind of stuff. Right. So you think a, a, a sheltered child is? I guess when I say sheltered, I guess kept from going places, kept from school. Okay, well, let's put it like this. A person that is homeschooled, you think sometimes they they um, they worse off than a person that is in school? In some ways, far yeah. As far as socialism, oh, right? Social, socializing with other people. In some yeah. ways, yeah, because they're, I think people who are homeschooled, not saying that they're bad or anything, but they're more apt to try things that are new to them because they never experienced them before. Right. And they don't nec- they may know cuz they heard it from other people, but they're going to try it because they've been told for so long not to do. It. It's the old concept, the more you tell somebody not to do that thing, that opportunity they get, they're going to do it. They might be a little more wild than that sociable mm-hmm. person that's mm-hmm. been sociable. Yep. Because they've never experienced it before. Right. But once again, it ends up being that's what they're going to end up being. Right. It all depends on the choices they make from there. But their choices can be slanted by the way they were brought up. And they could be affected by the people they hang around when they get out. Because they can get uh, manipulated a little bit easier because they've been sheltered a little longer. Some people will, some people can find marks to do that to. Whether you're sheltered or not, they'll find <coughs> marks and they'll keep on going. They'll, and then once that person gets over being a mark, that lingers. And then we're back into all this hurt all over again. They're either lash out on the hurt or they're go back to where they were before and be okay. sheltered. Like the school shooting on last week, um, To just to sit back and to think of the stories that you hear as they uh, continue their investigation and have to bury all the least children. To think back and to hear the story that, you know, a lot of people say, well, on Facebook, all of these signs, he said each and everything that he was going to do. Uh, one report said that it started over an argument 
and it started with an argument over a cell phone bill with his grandmother. And another report said that he put on and said he was going to shoot his grandmother. Then another post said he's going to go shoot up an elementary school. Mm. So a lot of people have seen these things, but they never, I guess, took it serious enough. So just to think of a person of this young, uh, a young teenager, 18, who practically didn't even live his life, to decide to go and take someone else's. So yes, it doesn't make, it doesn't excuse, the things that he was going through does not excuse it this action that he took it, it, it's definitely wrong in so many ways but just to think about some of the things that he could have been going through in his mind to decide to go do something as, such as this and then only to end up dead himself So, when we are thinking to uh, pinpoint or to judge somebody, we have to make sure that we assess the whole situation and think about some of the things that, you know, we, what would we do if we were in that situation to be able to help spread the help, to help spread that there is help mentally for, I mean, for uh, mental health. There is help for suicide eventually. We cannot say that enough on none of these episodes that we do that there are so many um, prevention hotlines uh, a lot of counseling you know black people have this stigma uh, not wanting to go to counseling because they're going to think that they're crazy I have some who think that their children are going to be taken away who the ones who have children or if they're going to lock them up or different things like that going to seek counseling does not mean any of those and when you seek counseling only thing you're doing is taking a step closer to success on for help for a better you and once you get to that place and you realize that okay well this is just to help me then the better off you feel about you the better off you feel about society the better off you will feel about world and about the world and everybody else because once you're in love with life you and you and you loving yourself everything else will fall into place right. see I can't be happy if I don't love myself so if, if I'm not happy I'm going to always not expect anybody else to be happy you will only be able to love anybody else at the same level you love yourself so now that we're on love right here so, say for a person that's trying to get in a relationship, right? And they all, I'm talking about an adult, or, or not even a joke, even just a, um, okay, let's just say a, a relationship period. So, G, mm -hmm. you get in a relationship with a girl, mm -hmm. and the girl tells you that, listen, I don't like the way that you talk, you talk too harsh, you talk too, too stern, and you know, you're making me a uh, fear of different things like that. And you're not accepting none of these things. Or you know someone that's not accepting these things. And he's not trying to hear what she's trying to say because this is who I am. And I'm going to always be. I'm not going to accept that you want me to change. I, this is how I talk. But when you talk to everybody else, it's a totally different tone. But when you talk to this person, it's different. So what kind of advice would you give someone like that? None of us here are psychologists. We just, this is just our opinions. Well, to me, that's the first sign of, all right, something's not right. If someone's willing to be that abrasive to me in just the way they talk, then eventually it's going to escalate to something else. And if I'm the person who's giving the person, talking to the other person, say, hey, your, your, your conversation is a little rough towards me, your, your tone's a little tough towards me, you're a little aggressive. It's, could, could we try to tone this down? If they're not receptive to it, then you've got to, like it goes back to what we said earlier, you've got to love yourself enough to know, all right, okay, I've got to step back. But sometimes we're blinded by 
we don't want the relationship to the end that okay okay well he is that way maybe i'll just maybe i'm just coming on too hard and we start to blame ourselves but once it gets too rough you get yourself in the point of no return so if the other person is not receptive whoever it may be woman to man man to woman woman to woman to man to man if the other person is not willing to at least listen that's a sign especially if they're if you know they're talking to other people in a different way in their conversations and it comes to you and wants to treat you like a punching bag with their words it's it's time to evaluate it's time to be honest sometimes we don't want to ignore it like i said because we want to work on the relationship the best way to work on the relationship is to make sure you're safe first off and second off make sure that you are comfortable and confident in yourself enough to know all right i deserve better i deserve better than this and if it's not going to happen here then we've got to we either got to talk about this or i'm going to say goodbye plain and simple plain and simple and sometimes it helps to have backup have somebody come along with them have to say a word but just stand by your side so a that you know you're not alone in this and b it it decreases the chances of anything else escalating Sometimes you just got to have someone there to just back you up with some encouragement. Not to beat anybody up. We're not talking about getting violent with anybody. You try to, you try to de-escalate the violence by trying to have a conversation. We've reached this time and day and age. We, we'll shoot somebody just because they looked at us funny. Or put a scratch on your car. Mm -hmm. Just yesterday that happened to somebody. Yesterday? No, day before yesterday. Memorial Day. A young person got shot sitting in his car. It was filmed on Facebook, actually. They were live. Oh, wow. And he scratched the other person because he killed the other person because he scratched his car. Young people. But, Ty, what would be your thoughts on that one? Not the, on the, um, oh, you don't have any. What was the question? I know, right? That's why I was stuck on stupid. That's why I ain't said nothing. <laughs> It was what G was talking about when he answered the question about the relationship and someone, the um, one party or either party, one one of the parties are being aggressive and the other party is telling them about it and they're not receptive of it. Then, what would be your advice or something that you would tell that individual? Well, my advice on that: if that person would never change or try to accommodate what you like, it's not going to work. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy. It's going to be toxic. It's a toxic situation. It's toxic, yeah. And if you see these signs at the beginning, man, that's when you know, get yourself when together. When they show you who they are in the beginning, that's who they are. Yo, this is who I am. Right. I'm talking to you right Said now. This is how I am. Y'all, I ain't changing for you on nobody. You know what I'm talking about? Because you don't have to change yourself, but you can change some of your ways to accommodate someone you love or, or trying to get to know. Once you get to a place that you don't think that you got to change, you is all jacked up. Mm -hmm. Right. There's room for change for everybody. And you always running in one gear, your transmission broke. Mm -hmm. Right. You need to get to a transmission shop quick. And that means get you a reality check. Right. Mm -hmm. Huh? And if you allow them to keep doing it, then they're going to keep doing you like that. They're going to keep doing you like that. And you go wonder. Oh, you know, he ain't go change, or she ain't go change. The Why are you there? Do, sorry. Mm -mm, go ahead. The longer they, <laughs> Why are you there? <laughs> yeah, the Hello? Longer you, the longer you allow them to do it, the more difficult it is for them to get out of it. Right. You're right about that. Yeah. The, the, the deeper you sink in it, the harder it is to climb out of it. Yeah. It's easy to fall into, but hard as heck to get out. Mm-hmm. Once you have an attachment, it's easy to be attached but hard to pull apart. Yeah. You know, it's just like crazy glue. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get on there. Oh, yeah. I get it out. It ain't coming off that. Mm -hmm. Got not work. pain. Yeah, well, pain. Not without right pain. About that. It's like when you're in that crazy glue and stick two fingers together. And you're trying to pull that off, you got some skin coming off. Mm -hmm. Some scratches uh, and bruises. That gorilla glue. Yeah, that girl. Oh God! Ain't that happened to some girl with some lace front, yes. some wig or something? Yes. Gosh, to be more careful. <laughs> Hairdresser yeah. put gorilla glue on somebody's head, putting tracks on the jeans. Oh hell, didn't she? 
She did on him? Yeah. Like that? Oh, yeah. it was on him? I'm, I'm, she I'm can't trying to even blame anybody else. I'm over here gossiping. She blamed the company, remember? Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Oh. She did. Yeah, but, she, but it wasn't the right kind. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't their fault. That just went out of nowhere. That was the main thing everybody talked about. I haven't heard nothing else about it no more. Nothing. About that. Crazy glue, but it's like it's this is just that's what happens when when we when it's take a second to get in something, and it takes years to get out of it. Years to get out of it. Yeah, just like you said, if you don't love yourself, how you gonna love someone else? Mm-hmm. And when you do love yourself, you're not gonna take that kind of Nonsense. toxic love for someone mm-hmm. else. So you got to decide what you want. Because you Who do you love? Right. Oh, you for sure. Hmm. Nobody know the it's rest of it. Yeah. It's all right. They know we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not singers on this show. No. Well, I don't care who tell it to it. True. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> what the word? That's why I didn't say that. I just wanted to hear that effect to see what happened. Like <clears throat> <laughs> somebody was talking down on us. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, it's Joanne. Joanne <laughs> <laughs> so has a very deep voice for some reason. Oh my God, have y'all seen? I know this is, has nothing to do with the show, but we're about to wrap it up anyway. Have y'all seen a message from Brianna? No. On BET Plus? No. I want you to watch that movie. The final, and I want us is to review Brianna that. Taylor movie? Huh? Is this the Brianna Taylor movie? No. Who's Brianna Taylor? Oh, that's the, no, 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 no. That's the woman that got shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah by the officers. No, 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 no. This this one here has a, it's it's about a child, it's a, it's sort of a spiritual, spiritual type movie, and this type of stuff has happened. This these type things happen for real, and I want us to be able to talk about that one day. What is called a message from Brianna. Okay, on BT Plus. Yes. <laughs> Don't be scared. AKA Fire Stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. I'll pay for BET Plus. Yeah, hello. <laughs> what? You know? what? Nah. I'm notes. calling the cable man tomorrow. What? Hey, I need you to come plug up my TV. Well, I remember them days, boy. Mm-hmm. Boy, I used to have free cable. Now you can't do that no more. No. You can't do it no more. So, y'all upset about that? What? I am. You can't get free cable no more these days. Remember the satellite they used to Have be the able free to pro- channels on there? Yeah, program the chip, the little car they go on the dish network, direct T V box. No need to make them no more. Right. People used to be hustling, making a little money off it. I'm just telling all the business. These things have happened before. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on, they the the companies even though. That's why they switched up on them. Right. Okay, so this has been another episode of the Sightly Outside Entertainment Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to say thank you all for tuning in every time that you do. And make sure that you remember to subscribe to our podcast on Anchor as well as whatever platform that you are listening to us on. And thank you from those countries who are listening in the United States, in Germany, Puerto Rico, Indiana. Uh, Japan, we want to thank you all for tuning in. And those other countries that are growing, we thank you for those that have been listening. We really appreciate you. Let's get up to a thousand listeners and we're going to celebrate. That's what we're going to pop the top. Pop the H2O bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and drink it, drink it. Huh? And we're going to pretend we're drinking ah, Jack Daniel. Okay. What'd you say, Ty? I, I didn't mean, say that. I mean, G. It's a sparkling apple cider. Yeah. Yeah, well, he said. Yeah, sparkling <laughs> apple cider. Because we don't get drunk on the show. We just drink. Water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all, y'all. When we bring y'all inspiration and information, we will continue to talk about the layers of hurt and 
each episode that we do, we want to make sure that y'all get something out of any time, any of uh, everything that we talk about. Y'all go try and talk fancy again, mom. Forgive me, mom, please. I had laugh fast too. You heard that? You laughed fast, <laughs> so you should slow down your laugh. Woo! I don't think you could do that. I can't either. <laughs> nope. And no, he he even fast being quiet. What? Right? I can't believe he's quiet. Darn! I'm almost scared to end the show. Don't end it. Am I ending it by you myself? Killing him not to say something. Mm, it is. <laughs> it's killing him softly. Talk. 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 Y'all are so mean to me. <laughs> I found it. I did it, but I bet oh, it was super loud. You couldn't find it before. <clears throat> I bet it was super loud, though. It was loud. I love you guys, though. Yeah. It's all a good fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Can't nobody be like Mr. G. Right. You know what? One day, you're going to do a prank phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How about it? I'm going to be good at that. Yeah. I wonder who he's going to professional because I'll laugh. Oh, oh, oh my wait, God. Story. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we will have to We will have to mute her mic. Yes. <laughs> yes. She'll mess us all up. I knew this was a prank. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would work if the prank, if the prank was like it was something serious, but you couldn't stop laughing, and they would get upset the fact that you think it was right funny of their. Oh, we got moment. your test results. So I just started laughing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's nephew Tommy territory right there. Yeah, yes. he'll get shot one day. <laughs> Somebody gonna get him, boy. That joke could be coming up with some ones though. Boy. But I was gonna be I was gonna be more real though, cause some of that stuff sounds staged. You think so? Yeah, sound too staged to me. Especially when they be going off. Especially yeah. when he says, "I got one more thing to say." After I got one said, more thing to say. After I said, "I'm gonna hang up," I don't hear nothing else from you. I'm like, then hang up. Yeah. Right. Mm-mm. Oh, all right. That's enough of that. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. We don't spill the beans. What we gonna do? So I guess we take this part out. Take that part out. Yeah. Take that thing out there, man. Yes, somebody else. I'll be doing so. No. I'm okay, John Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> they took our trash can. Who did? The trash can people. Why? Ain't paid the bill, duh. I'm about <laughs> to say that, but I ain't want you know what I'm saying. I thought maybe made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I been saying you didn't pay the bill or something. They're wrong yeah, for that. You don't want to pay us for taking your trash. We taking it. Uh, cause they're petty. I was going to do it. Okay, now they got to bring them all back out here. I was, yeah, but I got to pay for it for them to bring it back out here. Of course. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> they want their money. What you say? We pay for pickup and we pay for drop off. You want to make me pay for something that you took, Mister Trash Man? I want a brand new trash can now, baby. Now it better not have not a stench in it. <laughs> but I'd be that same one. Not a, not a magnet, not a trash juice or nothing, <laughs> and it better not have, it better not have no stench on it. No stench. Nope. <laughs> 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 better not have no stench on it. Okay, before we go, what you doing the rest of the day? What? What you doing the rest of the day? Uh, wash clothes. Clothes in the wash. Cook. You gonna cook? I'm at the same time. That's what's up. You don't want to share what you're cooking, so what? I don't know. Simply true, Mom. What you want to do, cook? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Gee, what you gonna do the rest of the evening? I gotta catch up on some things that I'm doing on the on the side that I got because the Memorial Day weekend I got backed up on, so I'm doing that, and I'll I'll eat eventually. Oh. If eventually. He got to catch up on some chicks he got on the side. No, no, no. no. That's what what he said? No, no. I mean, what you heard, You didn't hear that? Oh, boy. (laughs) Go ahead. You didn't hear that? 
I'm just listening to some I, shit I thought now. I heard that. Uh, I said, I, I didn't want to give a name of the events because I'm going to name drop other events that I'm doing on the side without at first advanced expressed permission to do so. What? Gee, tell them about the marathon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ever going to do a marathon, I'll be watching from the stands. But oh. I have a devotional that I work on and I give out. I do every day. And there's a little tournament that I've I'd like to say it. tournament, not marathon. Yeah. There is a it's a it's an inspirational music tournament. I've done three brackets already. I'm in the middle of the fourth bracket. It's a groups and ensembles bracket. We're in round two of that. The voting you can catch the voting on Facebook or on my Twitter handle, my personal Twitter hand Twitter. Twitter handle at Greg Wilkins 78 and this is how much of a nerd I am I spell Greg with two G's at the end and I went all the way through high school before a single teacher realized oh you put two G's at the end of your name so this is Greg Guga. and that's what I got that's what I got called in college Greg Guga. Greg Guga. oh Google Gaga by my quintet coach I don't understand. You you have two G's at the end of your name. That's just an odd Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's realize this. He never said bye. Right. I was like, he's still recording. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the Sight Beyond Say Inspiration, the podcast, where we bring you, I just said that, inspiration and information. But listen, we thank you, as we said earlier. So thank you so much. DJ Pastor Happy Feet and his co-host. Yo, 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 this your girl Ty Boogie. And we can't forget the man with the plan. Mr. I'm emotionally hurt right now. What? He's emotionally hurt right now. No, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm Mr. G. I love these guys. <laughs> He's Mr. Emotionally Hurt. Ladies and gentlemen, he wants to show him some love. Energetic man himself. Give it up. <laughs> Give it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is a wild crowd out I here, like G. That. That was, that G, was you good, man? For you. I didn't get <laughs> that for me. Exactly. When I said it's your girl's hobby. I didn't get that. Shake a leg. Shake a leg. Shake a leg. Ladies and gentlemen, he just stayed in his seat. I shut my leg. Thank God. God bless. <laughs> Please. They don't know we're crazy by now. <laughs> They've got proof. And your honor, this is the episode. We all went nuts. Yeah. Okay. What all right. I'm going nuts by myself. I'm already nuts. <laughs> DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks for listening to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, a podcast of inspiration and information, a production of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Contact us by email at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment and on Twitter at Podcast Sight 4. This podcast is edited and produced by me, Mr. G. Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is your home for quality, professional DJ and photography services, school functions, church events, weddings, you name it, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is here to help make your event special just for you. We also have studio time and give piano and drum lessons to people of all ages. For more information, contact us on our Facebook page, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Call us at 864-529-5360 or email us at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Let's go. Let's go. It's fine and dandy. Fine and dandy. Okay, G, you talk. I am talking. About what? I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. Oh! You don't know what you're talking about today? No. <laughs> I think you're still peeling back your onion.
<laughs> you're the closest, and you're mine for some reason. Oh, mine? No, it's his. Oh. It sounded better. Is, oh, is it in is, now? It's in rig. In rig. That's what headphones do. Get a better sound like that. You'll be able to hear yourself better. I don't know how to work with the headphones that you guys are using. You want me to do it? I'll be able to take it. Okay, I want mine first. Oh, I just inhaled. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm sorry. Trying to hold my hand. <laughs> I, I thought that was you. I, 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 I was reaching forward. I didn't know what you were doing. I was like, crap. <laughs> Did you hit delete and record at the same time? <laughs> what was that? Everything.